City Jerks. Uh, let me just start by saying we're so sorry that there wasn't a new episode last week. We recorded it, but as you could maybe guess, the Rain City Jerks podcast has a low production value budget and uh, something in my card reader isn't working, so I got a new card reader, so hopefully that'll work. So, you're welcome. We're upgrading things all the time for you. Thanks I'm, for listening. I'm not sorry. Jay's not sorry. I'm, I'm very sorry. apologetic to our 45 listeners. Hmm? Are we up to 45 again? Uh, I was hoping you wouldn't call me out. It's more like 30. Yeah. Okay. Well, It's more like 30. But and we know who the true believers are. We do. And they could be telling people about this. They could be like, hey, check out this podcast. Because there's so many podcasts out there that, like, why would they? But at the yeah. same time... Uh, I think we put out quality content. Do, do you think so? I do. I listen to uh, our podcast like a week or two after we put them out. Okay. And then I, I listen to them through in the entirety. Like, I don't remember saying half the shit I say, but like, yeah. I'm like, oh no, this is quality. Like, I would listen to this. Interesting. In the same way, uh, I've kind of stopped listening to bad friends because they have uh, really gone down in quality. So I have no problem. Ter- like, not listening to a podcast that I used to listen to just sure. out of, like loyalty. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, what happened to Bad Friends? What what quality? Oh, lag? we can we can we can jump in on on this bandwagon. It's a little out of date at this point, but uh, Bobby Lee, okay. famous Bobby Lee. Sure, if the you're not familiar, Bobby Lee. if you're not fi- familiar with the Bad Friends podcast, is Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee, and they're basically doing what we're doing right now, uh, but at a higher production value, and they're famous. Yeah. And so Bobby Lee had a girlfriend named Kalila in which he also does another podcast called Tiger Belly. Mm-hmm. And they have been embroiled in some drama with Brendan Schaub. Okay. And now Kalila, I don't know if it correlates completely, but uh, also in this time frame, Kalila and Bobby have broken up. Okay. And Kalila is like way, way hotter than Bobby, like drastically. But he's more successful, right? I I don't even know. I don't. Like, she has a podcast and some some other stuff. But I don't really know who she is. I think she's kind of risen because of him. Yeah. But like now she's like her own thing. Well, Bobby Lee he was on like Mad TV, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's he's a household name. Yeah. 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 Everybody knows who Bobby yeah. Lee is. And so they broke up, and he's just been like you know different. That's fine. Sure. That's, he's just been depressed, busy, dealing with all various things, and it's so uh, no pussy will do. It's affected to a Bobby Lee. Yeah, it's affected their show to where I don't really listen to it anymore. Yeah, because it's just like I don't know, not as good. Not as good. And you, you think our show has maintained quality? For I think you know we've had some betters than worses. Sure, but uh, better than others maybe. But I'd say overall, yeah, I'd say we got some top quality on here. We're we're good at this. Okay, we just you know if we had money to throw at someone to make this fancy, uh, we could do it. We could do it. It would be even better. Sweet. Sometimes you got to just believe in yourself. You know what I mean? Like, uh, for example, this is a perfect segue. I just got back today from uh, an away show down in Bend, Oregon. Uh, and I did really well. I, I crushed it. Uh, I, I, I can prove that I crushed it because I sold 10 T-shirts. And um, You're going to have to do a new production run pretty soon. I am. I, I definitely am. Got to get up on those XLs and double XLs. Those are in demand. The fan, your fans are big boys. I just, what I you're think saying. the, I think the country is big, big boys. Also, girls like big shirts and not XL 
lady wanted an XL shirt because she just wanted to like well, like a night shirt. I guess I think sexy ladies just wear those with like a belt or I don't know. I don't fucking know. But she wanted an XL. And she was like, I don't. I was like, I don't got it. And so I sold her a large. The Jack Slattery shirt or dress? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the show. So was, you did well. I did so well, and not only did I do well, it was in an old roller rink mm. that is now a venue space and they have like metal shows and everclear is going to be there soon wow yeah and bend is a weird town i don't have you ever been i've never been to bend this is my first time uh it's a gorgeous drive yeah absolutely gorgeous okay you're going through the mountains you see mount hood volcano uh and then you come down out of the mountains into a high valley or into a high desert. Surprising fact, Mount Hood is actually circumcised. It is. Yeah. yeah. It got his head blown right off. His foreskin blown right off. Uh, you're, then you're up in the high desert and that's pretty cool. I, I love a high desert. Sure. Uh, there are some buttes I saw, mm-hmm. some ravines, some gorges. Uh, There's a lot of glacial errata. I saw a lot of uh, good basalt. Okay. Uh, geologically, I'm into it. It was, you know, the colors were uh, amazing. Saw a lot of horses on the drive, but okay. ben, but Bend is a weird town. Like, I don't know what the fuck they got going on there, but they had this venue, and there was like a bunch of people. Is it in a college town? Is it? I don't I know. I think there's a college. I have it. It wouldn't surprise me. There's got to be a college there. <laughs> Bend and Eugene, they've got colleges. <laughs> I've been to Eugene once. Uh, never been to Bend. Bend Deschutes River. Yeah, I don't know what the the thing is there, but they got a thing. Mm, why is Bend, Oregon, so popular? What does it say? Uh, endless amounts of hiking and biking trails. Correct. This is this is just from the the, the tourism page. Yeah. Bend, Oregon University, Oregon State University, Cascade. So that's not a big college, but that's something. Okay. Uh, I think that the last. Blockbuster is in Bend, it Oregon. Is. It is. Did in, you go? No, there wasn't time. Uh, Sad. Friend of the show, friend of ours, uh, Timmy Booth, he was on this show with me, also crushed it. Uh, he did his loop pedal thing, and he had Truffle, uh, the yeah. dog. Uh, t- tell, tell our listeners a little bit about the format of this show. Okay, so this show, uh, run by Tyler Smith, is called The Dope Show, not to be confused with The Gateway Show. That's... Similar show, though. Very similar. So comics um, will do a set, and then they go out and get high. Yeah. And then they come back and do a second set high. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. All right. And for some people, this is more of a challenge. I Obviously, I was like, there was a six-hour drive involved in this. So you I, were already high when you got I there. I smoked a lot of joints on that ride there. Uh, and then I did my set, then I smoked some more joints, and then I did my set, and it was fine. Yeah. You were just slightly more high. Slightly. Yeah. Than where you were before. Yeah. But, so this place was in an old roller rink. That's a venue now. They were going to have an EDM rave afterwards. We had to get out of there. Um, you didn't want to tell jokes at the EDM rave? They didn't want us to tell jokes at the EDM rave. You you tell, you do a set, then you eat ecstasy, yeah. and then do another set? Yeah. Just like between the bass hits. Exactly. Telling jokes at 144 <laughs> beats per minute. Uh, but they had this like big ass stage that was just like it felt like very WWE. It looked very WWE ish, and so during my high set, my normal set, I sure. did I did just wear normal shoes. Yeah, but 
I keep I keep those things on me. I keep my skates in my car. And uh I went out to my car, got my t-shirts, put on my skates, came back in and was like just skating around and like some people noticed, some women noticed. They were like they were like, "Wow, he's got like they I was hanging out outside and they were like, "Oh wow, you got skates on." And I was like, "Yeah." And then they're like, "Oh, they were talking to themselves and they were like, "Oh, Andy has sideburns." I was like, "Yeah, that's right. I'm the whole package." <laughs> <laughs> and they laughed. They also both of them bought shirts. Yeah. Uh were they at the show or they were just no, like they walking were, by? Yeah, they were at the show. Like sev- several women were very once I put on my skates, like they were very flirty with because me. Because then you're taller. You're like six foot five with <laughs> skates. <laughs> oh, what if that really is just that simple? It I, is. It has, they're not they they don't correlate like, oh, he's not really that tall. They're just like wow. Wow. Because like like, like no. six six foot four, that's like that. If you're taller than six foot four, then it's just weird. You start being less attractive. Right. Well, but when t- you're like, like six foot four, that's like so. I'm five ten. These probably do make me just like an even six, like maybe six one, but probably like an even six. Like that's like that's like two inch rise on those wheels. So it's a rise on the wheel, oh, but then it the, also yeah. has the heel. So that's like that's like five inches, dog. So or that probably does take me up to six four. Yeah, exactly. It takes you to six four, which is like it's kryptonite. That's yeah. kryptonite for all women. That's so interesting. You you know what woman isn't attracted to a guy that's six four? Is a girl who's six six. Yeah. 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 That's like the only one. Oh, that's so I think you're right. I think you're it's just a Jedi mind trick. Yeah. And then I'm also just like slip sliding around. Right, like, exactly. Looking cool. And so anyway, I, I uh, it's high risk, high reward. Yeah, a dream was accomplished at this show. Uh, I I climbed the stairs in my skates, and I did my set skating around the stage, just like zipping around. That's was, how people could tell you were high. It's because you were on skates. That's for your what I told set. them. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I was accentuating punchlines with like moves and stuff. I like it. it. It felt right. It felt good. I need a wireless mic. That's what it really needed to benefit from. But was a uh, I managed, I managed. And then at the end of it, I hawked my shirt. Yeah. And I did, uh, I was like, okay, and now I'm going to maybe hurt myself. And I went to the far end of the stage, and then I got a little speed up halfway, and then I did a, I don't know what the proper term for it is, but you jump in the air, and then you flip around into reverse, and then you extend, you have to shoot your leg out. Because like the weight of your skate extending like that like keeps you balanced, but sure. also like pulls you like backwards. Okay. And so I did that, and then I got off stage, and people were like losing their mind. So you land on one foot or two foot? You land on one foot. You land on one foot, well, and then kick your foot out and at like the same time hold it up in the air yeah. while you're rolling backwards. Exactly. Okay. Uh. I don't know what you call that specifically, but I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. And uh, sounds like quite a spectacle. It is, yeah. So and that's that, and then that's all that's going on in Bend, Oregon, that night. Yeah, yeah. It was great. That's like the entertainment for the night. It was in that great, town. and then more women than men bought shirts for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, uh, seems like you found your niche. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's fantastic. It's. Uh, I want Isaac Novak to book me at the Central Cinema because that's a big-ass stage. I want to roll around on that stage. Uh, we both – well, we both auditioned for the uh, somewhat prestigious uh, Seattle International Comedy Competition, also known as SICK. Uh, 
So that's that's got some heat on it. That'd be cool to get into that. Now you seem pretty confident. I feel good about my set. I don't know if yeah. I, I mean you know we're competing with not just local comedians, and so I don't I don't think a local. It, it, it's mostly. I mean, on the shows, it was mostly local comedians. Yeah, but there's people sending in yeah, tapes. Like, Two hundred people sending in audition right. tapes. Locally, I feel pretty good, but like sure. Uh, you know, I don't know who else is. Oh no, it, it'll it'll be like headliners from other towns. Yeah, and I mean, look, I don't I'm, I don't think I got a shot in hell to win this thing. Like, if Sam Miller couldn't win it, then I don't think I have a a chance in hell. But sure, it, but it would be cool to be a part of it and make it to round three. If I can make it to round three, I would feel okay with myself. Sure, uh, but I think around there, um, you start moving into some theaters. Yes, that is correct. I will 100% wear roller skates on a theater show. Do you think that any sort of a booker, producer, venue owner would be like, don't wear those skates. I don't like you wearing those skates on my stage. Probably. Probably some old guard and just because they'd never seen it before. I didn't like run and buy them first. Mm -hmm. Just some sort of like power play. But ultimately, I don't think anybody would really care. Would you wear skates on like a smaller stage? No, because no. I want to be able to roll around. Even at the roller rink, that stage isn't really big enough to like really move okay. or, move around. So yeah. like, if it, I want, I guess you need a pretty wide radius to right. like turn. Yeah, I want. You have to be able to skate in a circle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I want to. You know, I want to be able to move around a little bit. Otherwise, mm-hmm. why do it? But at some of those theater shows, like that, that show, that skate is that that thing is so huge. Like, sure. I mean. I don't expect it to help me. It's more of just like a, well, I do expect it to help me, but it's also more of just like, when am I going to get to do this again? I guess you'll find out. We will find out. I'm yeah. going to become a pogo stick, stick comic. You should. Yeah. You should. I don't think it's a gimmick. I don't want to be like the roller skating comic, but like, I also do like, <laughs> I don't want to have to do it. I don't want it to be like a Burt Kreischer kind of situation you're not doing it to like you just you're just doing it because you like roller skating. yeah and honestly and if there's a time you can be roller skating why not exactly and honestly it helped my set like what i love about roller skating is that it like quiets my mind in a way uh that I find very peaceful sure. because I'm just like calculate. That's why I really like skating around green Lake very fast because mm-hmm. like I have to like calculate everybody's speed and trajectories and like do all this complicated math that like, you know, is just innate. Like, yeah. I don't, like you're doing all this insane math that like a computer could not do, but like, uh, and it just quiets my brain. I, I feel like it's the kind of thing that like persistence hunting, you probably get into like the same kind of space. Like it's just like running, but like, I don't know. That's how I think about it. But anyway, I was, when I was skating on stage, it was like, I could, I was hitting my jokes better. Cause I was like, whatever, like other thoughts were in my head were just like not there anymore. Do you have a lot of other thoughts in your head? I've always got like two or three layers of thoughts okay. going on. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Especially in comedy. Come, sometimes it just feels like, you know, you hit play and then you can kind of like step out of yourself a little bit mm-hmm. and then like watch your set while you're doing your set. Sure. And then edit it live. I don't know. Well, yeah, you, you're kind of like 
two or three steps ahead of where right. you are, what you're saying, kind of like planning your next move. Right, exactly. And so you got that going on, plus like you got a little static on the ends. And sure. so the skating, I just, I noticed that it Cuts like the static. cut the static a little bit, put the squelch up. That's cool. Uh, I've only had comedy defeats this week. Oh, really? Yeah, bad news. What happened? I was supposed to get my first, like, well, my first weekend booking at a club. Mm-hmm. It was going to be a huge credit for right. me. Sure. Uh, I was supposed to be opening for Moshe Kasher, mm. who, you big, know. Big name. Big name. Uh, one of the bigger names I've seen at Laughs in quite a while, honestly. And uh, about five days before the show was supposed to go on, I get an email and it's like, hey, sorry, Moshe has specifically requested a female host. Of course. Tough titties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But on top of that, they didn't just leave you out out in the wind. They said, we'll give you another spot. Like, they're going to move you on. So yeah, it's, they're, they're, they're going to move me on. You got a ball tap, but it's not a total defeat. Like, you still... Like, they... They are still giving you another weekend. Right, but the, using his name as a credit would open much more doors. Oh, I see. Than like, you know, I looked at the people who Do you are, think so, though? Like, oh, absolutely. In whose eyes? Like, who, who do you think that would impress? Uh, a booker who had never met me before in another mm. town. I could okay. say what I... So what I would say to them is, hello, I'm Jay Markovitz. Uh, I... Was in the Seattle comedy, Seattle International Comedy Competition, and open for Moshe Kasher. Those two things, I feel like, are a key that could open okay. a door. Not not yeah. not every door, and I still have to come yeah. and deliver the goods. I'm not trying to like finagle my right, way into right. anything that I'm not uh, deserving of. And uh, yeah, maybe I was no, getting yeah. a little bit ahead of myself, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to get in this competition. And I, I, I would assume I yeah. was thinking like, okay, these two things. A potent one-two punch. Sure. And I'm going to be getting a car. And, and so, yeah, like, I'm not going to get, like, a weekend in L.A. from this. Right. But, like, I could get on uh, shows like you got on. Yeah. Like, you know, a regional showcase. I think you could do that either way. Sure. But, no, for sure. It, was, it, it would definitely add a, a, a jewel Puts to a little your... respect on my name. Yeah. Put a yeah. little little gym in your hat. A yeah. Little, little polish on your and i've just been like working the door for like two or three nights straight and listening to other people get that the you kid. know you could do better well not even if i know that i do better like people had great sets uh but to be like damn i wish i could do that damn that crowd's so hot they'd be i'd be killing up mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. so yeah man uh it's also a, like a kick in the pants like i do quietly love... seething yeah i do love seattle but like I know I'm going to like suck dick for the next week or whatever, even though I just like crushed it in bend like here, like I have to fight for every fucking laugh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What yeah. kind of cars are you looking at? Oh, uh, what's your price range? I'd like to cap it at ten grand. Okay, you can get a decent car for ten grand. Mm, I, I want to get a really good car for ten grand. Okay, so I'd like to get a two thousand five to two thousand ten Honda Civic, mm-hmm. uh, Toyota Prius, 
maybe a Corolla or a Camry or something, you know, like a... a I can't recommend getting a minivan high enough. Like, this trip would have been, a, a, like, a nightmare without being able to sleep in the van. Yeah. <clears throat> Timmy, he's got a Prius, and he slept in his Prius, but he was... Feeling, Timmy's pretty small. He was feeling kind of jammed up in there, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh there, there are some of these cars where the back seat folds down sure. into basically a flat bed. Yeah, before you test drive it, you should just lay. But can I lay in there first? I need to check this. As out. part of the test drive, I need to sleep overnight in <laughs> <Yeah>. this car. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, you're looking for something where like it was mom's old car, and she would, yeah. you know, like drive it to the store once or twice a week. And go to church. Yeah. So it's like, you know, lowish mileage, not too heavy use. Um, but yeah, th- the car market's crazy right now, man. I think... I th- uh, Everything's really expensive. We might have talked about this. I don't know. But I think the car prices are going to start coming down soon. Because, yeah, in October. Like, yeah, because the chips... Production's getting back up to exactly. schedule. Right. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if the effects of that will be felt immediately in the used car market, mm-hmm. but I guess just newer cars will now be available. Yeah. Or I don't know, you know, maybe just throw a little bit more money at something nicer and yeah. know that it's going to keep some of its value and that yeah. I'm going to drive it for a long time. I mean, that is the way to go. I, I want to get something that I'm not going to have to put a bunch of money into. Yeah. Right away. Like I would like to get something where I'll maybe get like at least eight months to a year before it has any kind of like major work oh, that needs to be done on it. You could definitely do that with uh ten grand. I mean my sure. van I got for a steal, but I have had to throw a couple grand into it. Mm-hmm. Uh but I mean it was like six months, eight months down the road from when before I, it may had a major malfunction. Yeah. Huh? I mean the battery got Fuck! Like the battery happened a couple months in, but that wasn't that bad. That's a that's two fifty. That's just like that was like right when I met you. Yeah, your battery was going bad. <clears throat> yeah, and then I got that fixed and it was fine. And I got the heater fixed and I got the wheel bearing fixed. And this trip was like I was like, oh, please don't break down, please don't break down. But she took it like a champ. I got to go get the oil changed. Sure, and hopefully they'll tell me what's up. But I know I got to sink another couple grand into it. But after that, I think it's going to be like pretty solid like it needs brakes relatively they squeak sometimes okay but that's still a few months out and then at some point i need to put new tires on it that's going to be expensive but new tires are important and that happens on every car yeah it's gonna be winter soon yeah i mean that's just any vehicle you have needs brakes and tires vehicles don't need that you see that seattle's outlawing uh, not only gas-powered uh, backpack leaf blowers, which to I, which I say, fucking good. Those things are a nuisance. Fuck you if you use those. Uh, but they're also gonna like you can't buy a in in twenty thirty five. No more petroleum-powered vehicles. Is that in Washington also? I saw it was just in California. It's in Seattle. It's it, in just the city of Seattle. May, I don't know. It might be. That's the headline I read. Sure. I don't. Be, I didn't click on it. But 2035, I mean, that's not soon, but it's also not far. Just try to drive to Mount Lake Terrace yeah. and buy a car there and drive it back to Seattle. But I think by then what they're trying to do is like have the light rail in place so much to where mm-hmm. like you don't even drive into Seattle. Like There's going to be some sort of like car tax if you drive into the city. Yeah. And they're just going to force everyone to like take 
like public transit from like you go to Northgate and then like you just go into the city from there. Sounds like socialism. It does. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Light rail's okay. The light rail's fine. It's great that no one enforces paying for it. It's maybe, also, that, maybe that was part of the plan the whole time. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, it keeps poor people off the streets. It, it keeps bus. It keeps buses from gumming up important people in their Teslas. But then sometimes you have to fight them down in the tunnel. Yeah, but those for poor people. Like, I take I take the transit. Yeah, but you're not driving a Tesla. Not yet. Right. That's true. That's true, and I, I should be able to beat up a poor person. Like if if we get into it. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, in Seattle, uh, anything below seventy thousand is considered poverty. Okay. I'm in poverty. Oh, I'm totally in poverty yeah. there. Yeah. But I've been in poverty for so many years of my life. I've like been, I was born into poverty. Yeah. Like I was making, I think, like eight grand a year for most of my twenties, and uh, was still saving money every year. So, you know, being poor on like forty, fifty grand, it's great. Sure. I'm fucking living it up. Okay. It's all silk shirts and cigars for me. Yeah, I have bamboo underwear, and uh, I just bought new wheels and bearings for my roller skates. Yeah. So, and plane ba- tickets. Ba- bamboo underwear. Yeah. That like, it's made of bamboo? Uh-huh. Is that comfortable? Very. Okay. Bamboo is an amazing fiber. Um, I Once I got into bamboo sheets, okay. I threw out all my other cotton sheets. I gave them to homeless people. Uh, bamboo sheets are where it's at. They're cheap. They're affordable. And they're so fucking soft. It's incredible. Like they're, I bought, I can buy a sheet, like a set of sheets or whatever Yeah, for like 40 bucks, 35, 40 bucks. Okay. They're so comfortable and they like wick moisture. So, and, okay. and like they keep you, uh, they, it reflects body heat really well, but okay. it also like cools you. I don't know. Like it's just fucking bamboo, but it does everything. Yeah. And so. I don't know how you figure this shit. Like, I don't know the science behind it, but it's amazing. And so I've got wicking underwear, which my first wife turned me onto that and just yeah. like revolutionized my life. Yeah, those wickings, they know. Yeah. And so then I, about wicking. I bought a pack of uh, these these bamboo underwears, and I love them. They're, com- they're soft. They're comfortable. They're cooling. It's great. Bamboo. Uh, what a what a plant. What what cu- what style of underwear is it? What cut? I like a boxer brief. You like a boxer brief? Yeah, I like okay. it to grab my thighs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hug my balls, grab my thighs. Interesting. What about you? Uh, bikinis. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, I, I mean, I I half expect you to be like, I don't wear underwear. Well, I didn't wear underwear for the longest time. Okay. Uh but I also didn't wash my pants that much. Yeah. So that was kind I tr- of a... I, my dad, he's a free baller. Free baller. Yeah, and I tried to do that for a while, and I just got, like, severe jock itch. I wouldn't have jock itch. Uh, what happened? I started wearing really tight jeans mm. when I became a yogurt salesman. <laughs> and uh, That's the beginning of a joke. Like, I don't know how you finished that joke, but that, that's the beginning of a joke. I'll meditate on that. <laughs> Uh oh but so when you wear tight jeans and no pants or no underwear you get bad moose knuckle. Yeah, sure. Yeah, really bad moose knuckle. So had to get them and yeah, like I was boxer briefs before I was commando. Mm. But I didn't wear tight pants. Like if you're wearing boxer briefs with really tight pants, 
Uh, there's a lot of like fabric bunch up. There can be for yeah, sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I wear my pants pretty tight, but not that tight. But yeah. Sometimes that does happen for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I like about a boxer brief is that it's a good fart filter. Fart filter. Fart filter. Yeah. Um, but also, it just like gives me like I don't know. Like I don't want my ass on like raw denim. I don't want like I want a little. I want a little like softness between me and my pants sure yeah no you don't want your uh and and i got a sweaty ass i got i'll admit it i got a sweaty ass and i like uh i like underwear that keeps the swamp out of there yeah yeah I i didn't care about uh not smelling and being gross until like my mid 30s okay so this is a recent thing yeah recent thing for sure uh I was no deodorant also oh, for I'm a no while. Oh, de- I'm no deodorant. Yeah. I've been no deodorant for like yeah. 20 years. No, I was no deodorant for a long time. And then I made my rounds through all of the natural deodorants that don't work. Yeah. Tom's main is all right. It, it, it does some things. Yeah. But it's not the aluminum antiperspirant. No. You know, you, you basically have to accept that you're getting cancer to not yeah. smell. Like, also, you, you really have to make a deal with the devil if, if you want to be dry and not smell. If you're using antiperspirant in 2022, you're a fucking moron. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're a useless eater. But no, like, I started giving massage, and I had to wear, like, a polo shirt and slacks mm. when I would give massage. Yeah. And, they you, want, know, you If you're getting a massage, you want your guy to smell good. Yeah, your guy, your guy has to not smell, right. basically. And It'd be damp. You work up a, a heavy enough sweat giving four, five, six massages that you're going to smell, man. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have anything going on, you're going to smell. So I had to sw- I had to do it. I had to go, uh, I think I got Allsport. Okay. Yeah. Allsport just generic. Just, it was some smell. sort of, like, you know, manly smell, mm. like musk. Old Spice makes my armpits burn. Like, I get, like, my armpits, to like, become inflamed and it yeah. hurts. I've got, I've got thick skin. Like, I've got a pretty, pretty good protective layer. Yeah. So... No, skin, been, skin irritation is never really something I've had to deal with, I, which I is get fortunate. It, I get it a lot. Jock itch was a real issue for me in my mm-hmm. late, late teens, early 20s. Yeah, man. You got the uh, you got the constitution for it. What does that mean? It's more... Uh, uh, it's like Ayurveda. So like Ayurveda, people, yeah. people who are kind of like very Caucasian with a reddish tint in their skin mm-hmm. are really uh, vulnerable to like inflammatory skin conditions sure and i'm a little bit more like uh like a darker and greener skin tone than Mm. yours like still white Mm -hmm. but uh, i got a little portuguese okay so swarthiness yeah a little bit of swarthiness little little more oiliness right yeah it gives me a protective barrier Makes sense. No, yeah, I, jock itch was a real issue for me. And then it just stopped being an issue for me. Basically, once I got... Once you started showering daily. No, I've always loved showers. Um, it, it's really the the non-cotton underwear. Yeah. Like, that was the big switch. If you're still wearing cotton underwear in 2022, you're a fucking moron. Guess I'm a fucking moron. Get on that bamboo. All right. You, you've intrigued me enough to give it a try. It's cheap, too. That's yeah, the, the, yeah, no, $40 yeah. for a set of sheets is really yeah. quite cheap. That's you, for, you, you, you can pay hundreds of dollars, uh, queen. Okay, it'll probably be more than 40 for that. Okay. I, got, I got a full. Mm. I got a full-size mattress. Damn, you're committed to sleeping by yourself. I love it. Yeah. 
Uh, I have, you know, you can, it sleeps another person. Not, not for me. No? No, not for me with a full. I need like a full like aisle between me and another person. Hmm. Like if I have any sort of like, I need an envelope of space. Okay. If someone else's body is touching mine, and my brain can't turn off to go to sleep. See, for me, a full size mattress, I could do. I could be fine with a twin. Yeah. Uh, most, if it was just me, I could do a twin. Yeah, for sure. Right. A full size is so I can have somebody else. Like I don't need a queen. I I love a queen. Yeah, it's great, but I don't need a queen. This full size is. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. And for a lot, like I'm, I'm, I kind of grew up like accustomed to twins, like. I've always been a bunk bed guy. Sure. And then uh, I had a loft bed throughout high school. Sure. And that was like a twin-sized mattress. When you're working on boats, I'm sure it was bunks. Exactly. Yeah. And so I'm just really accustomed to like a small mattress and kind of like it. Yeah. So a full-size, I'm like spread out and it's nice. Ah, full-size mattress when you want to have sex but you don't want them to stay around. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think I need to buy a new bed frame soon. I've looked, I pulled the mattress up on mine and it is like beat to shit. It wasn't an expensive one, but like I. Do you have a box spring? No. No. I just have uh, the nicest futon mattress. I got it when I first moved to Seattle. Okay. It was for this frame, this, this frame here. Yeah. And I bought it and the mattress for 20 bucks. And the guy brought it to our house and. I've had this mattress for like three and a half years. Okay. It's a, just a futon mattress, but like it is so comfortable. It's like the perfect like density. You got it off of Craigslist? Yeah. Sweet. And uh, I love it. It's it's just like this solid. It probably weighs like 50 pounds or like maybe more. Yeah. It's a it's kind of a beast to wield. Bulky. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's, it's, it's a great mattress. I love it. I didn't even have a mattress until like what? maybe two and a half years ago. You a hammock? No, I I just slept on the floor. Okay, why? Um, Warrior mentality. Yeah, maybe something like that. There was a while where That's I was why I like keep this bed the way it is. Honestly, yeah, there's kind of there's a while where I was giving massage out of my room. I was in massage school, mm-hmm. and uh, you have a pillow, you have blankets. I had like a like a mattress topper. Okay. Like so you have a, like, like a, a foam topper and I would just put that on the ground. You have like a nest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more or less and I would just sleep on that. And uh and when you bring girls back, what would they say? <sighs> you how, old, how old are you at this point? At that point, that was from like maybe like 31 to 30 oh, okay. like 32 to 36 oh wow maybe you had you had the floor nest had the floor nest and and i'd been a floor sleeper for for many years previously Uh after i hurt my back in college i was gonna say as a massage therapist student whatever you'd be like no this is the right way this is the right way this is this is for my back. when you get up you want to be in a lot of pain that's the right way to sleep and you would feel that way waking up off the floor oh no waking up waking up the waking up off the floor you're more stiff Uh uh-huh but then once you're once once the stiffness wears off, you feel better. Why? Um, oh, it stretches out your back. Okay. Yeah. So like when you've when your mattress is too soft. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. No, mattress. soft mattress yeah. is terrible. It causes your neck and lower back curves. Yeah. To get like stretched out of shape. 
Sure. And where I was, uh, I needed to keep my spine straighter at night because if it got bent too much, my muscles would all spasm up. Mm-hmm. And then sleeping on the floor was the right idea, and I just kind of got used to it. Stomach or back sleeping? Oh, back sleeper. Okay. If, if, if you're a side sleeper, floor sleeping doesn't work. Right. That's how I was trying to, and I was like, man, that just doesn't. Yeah, no, yeah. On, on your side, like, you'll fuck your shoulder really quickly. Right. Uh, a lot of clients, again, a massage therapist, ask me, like, oh, what's the, what's the best way to sleep? And it's like whatever way you can fall asleep, right? Whatever. Like the if most you're if you're laying there on your back, like just mad that you can't fall asleep because you're not on your side, just turn on your side, dog. I can't sleep on my left side. Yeah, uh, I have to roll, or I sleep on my left. Like I roll, I have to face right. Basically. You have to face right. I have to face right. I have to be on my left does that side. Make, does that make sense? I don't, like I, my left shoulder, my right shoulder. How do I? My face and my right shoulder go in the same direction. And if I sleep more oriented the other way, like I, I can do that for a little while and I do kind of alternate but when I'm sleeping, but like ultimately I know I'm gonna have to switch back to right. Sure. I don't get what you're saying. Okay, I'm laying face down on a mattress. You're laying face down. Yeah. You're a stomach sleeper then, is what you're saying. Uh I yeah. Okay. But then, so my left arm props, grabs the pillow. Okay. And holds it under my head. And then... And then your head turns to the right. And my head is turned to the right. Yeah. And then I'm grabbing, I got a pillow between my legs, and I'm hugging another pillow. So you're on your side or you're on your stomach? Kind of both. Okay. Kind of both. And then I got a sleep mask on. Sure. And a weighted blanket. In your cocoon. Yeah. The sleep mask is... That's a a game changer once I started using that. I don't know. It's it's hard for me to... uh, It's hard for me to sleep when other things are touching me. I I like it. You don't like like a weighted blanket. I don't like a weighted blanket. Uh, I mean, I've never tried a weighted blanket. Maybe I would like it. Okay. Um, I I find it hard to sleep without one now. Well, you're used to it now. Yeah. You miss the weight. Yeah. No, like if uh, I, I can't even wear jewelry most of the time, like a ring or a bracelet around me. It's just my mind can't stop focusing on something else touching me. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah. clothes are okay. I mean, clothes are fine. Because you just have to. A blanket is fine because I'm used to it. But like, you know, if somebody's arm was like resting across my shoulder, uh, I'd be like, dude, get that arm off of me. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. My brain can't turn off. Exterior. Uh, I've, got, I've got. I've got. A, I've got a sensitive nervous system. Okay. Yeah. Is that Ayurvedic? Ayurvedic in nature? No, I don't think so. I think that's just like. Where are you at with like holding hands with your girl? I'll do it for a while. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Why? Uh, I don't specifically. I don't know. I just feel like it's like keeping my hand hostage. Yeah, and I'm not into it. I'll I'll do it for a minute. Yeah, I'll do it for a little bit. Maybe I'll put my arm on your shoulder. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. put my arm around your waist, and we can walk like that for a minute. But like, I'm not walking a very long period. Like, it'll what, be, what about like PDA in general? I'm not a fan. Not a fan. What about you? I, I say minimal. It really depends on where it is, on how P that P is. Sure, sure. 
Uh, uh, I mean, we're not talking like a voyeurism situation. That's yeah. totally different. But even with like, I mean, it depends on what the D of the A is and where what the P is. Sure. But, uh, you know, I'm down with a little bit, a low-grade PDA. Sure, sure. <clears throat> but I'm not trying to make you're not, out. You're not Frenching in I'm public. I'm not trying to make out with anybody on a park bench yeah. if, you know, if there's like literally anybody else around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like a, I like I like a putting my hand on the small of the back that's a good or one. around the hip. That that's that's about enough for me in public. Yeah, yeah. Behind closed doors, totally different. Totally, I'll, different. I'll display affection. Yeah, yeah, big time. Uh, and like I said, maybe I'll put my arm around you or do like little things, but it's going to be short and brief. And it's just mm-hmm. like more likely, I'm just going to smack your butt and then like maybe hip check you, like mm-hmm. slight bullying. Get him a half Nelson. Yeah, and then just like that's going to be it. Yeah, and then. I don't know. I dated a girl, and at one point in our relationship, she sat me down and was like, Jay, I've got a problem. I really need you to hold my hand harder mm. when we're together. Because you know how you can just kind of loosely interlace yeah, your fingers I, with someone it, and walk, and the tension of the fingers yeah. just kind of holds yeah. the handhold? Yeah, that's how I'm going to do it if I'm going to do it. Yeah, I mean, that that's how everyone does it, yeah. I believe. But she was like, no, I need you to squeeze my Fuck hand no. while we're walking. Never. Yeah. My first wife was get would get mad at me for not holding her hand enough. And I'm like, I yeah. don't like it. Like, why do you want me to do something I don't like? Like, it, at, when when that was happening in my mind, it was like keeping my hand hostage in case, like, I needed to punch somebody, which sure. like, literally never happened ever. Yeah. But, like, I was like what if I need to? And then like your whole, like, I don't know. I mean, if you're holding her hand, then you're not going to need to punch somebody. But I have to, if I have to defend her honor, you know, I don't know. Well, people will be more likely to see you together and be like, Oh, she's his property. Right. I need to be respectful. Oh, as Hmm. opposed to if she wasn't holding your hand, she's like, Oh, this is her, uh, heterosexual best friend. Right. I got a, I got fair game because she's not holding his hand. Yeah, I I just never liked it. Also, like when a girl is like, it's cold outside. Put your armor. I'm mean, like, how is this keeping you warm? Like what? Like how is this possibly adding mm-hmm. like any like this is just uncomfortable for me? And like now I have to like I can't put my hand in my pocket because you didn't dress sure. right and like are just cold. Like why am I doing this? I, I think I think girls are just like they like to feel safe. Or they have a need to feel safe, and a lot of times, like that, we don't really have. Sure. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Ab- absolutely. And so, and so, that's one of like the main benefits of having a man with them is to like feel safe and small and snug and secure. Yeah. And definitely, I, I, I never want that. I, I never want no. to really feel any of those things. No. Um. And, you know, I do like being little spoon sometimes I, I make the mistake of like applying my like value system and like judgments to other people. Yeah. Everybody. Being like, yeah. why would you want that? Yeah. That's so silly. It is silly. Oh, you don't you mean you don't want to incur harsh suffering to make yourself a better person? I'm, it's absurd. I mean, I'm I, I like people who incur harsh suffering. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I know that you like to yeah. incur harsh suffering in order to grow. Uh, I just, I don't know, man, just like, I don't see the point in dating anymore. Like it just, like, I just, I'm happy. Like I'm kind of been seeing this one person for about a year yeah. and it's fine. And like, you know, it's, 
I just don't, I don't see what being a, giving a status title to something adds anymore. I don't, I, I don't like what would the, like I asked her, I was like, cause she, you know, she was like, can I tell people that we're seeing each other? And I was like, boy, like, <laughs> yikes. okay. You can tell people we're doing that. But I was like, I don't like, what does a relationship mean? Like, what is like, what do you want more of that? I'm not doing right now. Like, mm-hmm. like what extra do you think like being quote unquote, my girlfriend would garner you? Like what, like tell me what that means. And there's no rant. There's no answer to it. It's just like, that's how things are done more or less, I think. And just like, I'm not into it. I'd be like, I don't, I don't know. I just like, I'm, do you, do you think, I don't see the point in perhaps a, like, a relationship that would make it more difficult for you to see other people and that she's trying to like claim some sort of like a, like a possession of you? I don't think so. We kind of okay. talked about that a little bit. And like, you know, there's things on the table. And I was like, I'm not a monogamous person. Like, sure. I'm not trying to do anything else right now. I'm not talking to anybody else. I'm not mm-hmm, like making mm-hmm. moves. But like, just to like the thought of like, I can't, I, I'm not on board with that. Sure. And so she was like, no, I feel the same way. And I was like, sick. So like, I don't care if she fucks somebody else. Like it literally does not bother me even a little bit sure Hmm? i've i have moved past jealousy i i I have conquered that but you felt it before i have oh for sure i felt it yeah do you think you could feel jealousy for another person in a different kind of relationship or that's just like envy that nerve has been burnt out of you i've burnt that nerve out envy is a different thing okay uh, I I still wrestle with envy, but jealousy. What's the difference between envy and jealousy? Uh, envy is I wish I had that. Okay. And jealousy is I'm afraid they're going to take that away. Okay. And so I'm no longer afraid of anything like being taken away because like I don't care. Yeah. Like I know who I am and I know what I offer and I know how, what I do. And, sure. Like if you're not into it, fuck off. I don't care. And so, uh, envy is different. If, if there's an option to say, have a three way yeah, or, and if she, if she had a three way and I wasn't there, I'm not going to be jealous, but I'm going to be envious of that. You're going to wish you yeah. were in that yeah. three way. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I can be envious of opportunities people get like, like, man, I wish I had that, but I'm not particularly worried about anything I have being taken away. good yeah yeah jealousy is dumb it it it'll it'll ruin everything yeah yeah it can it does Uh, makes things interesting for a second but not necessarily in the good way but yeah i don't know i just don't see the point in like dating like titles like well, and you're you're not trying to like run things up any kind of relationship escalator. Well, I mean, at like this, a lot of times people are dating with the intention to create a family right, unit. Right, right, right. And like that's kind of where I'm at now after being divorced twice mm-hmm. is just like so what? Like okay, like we'll elevate to girlfriend and then like that's as high as it goes. Like I'm not getting married, you know what I mean? Like yeah. and so and you've specialized so much in your own yeah, kind no, of hobbies I, and habits that like I mean to quote P- Patrice O'Neill you know like, making room my, for someone else my girl is the fourth most important thing in my life and like uh, 
I feel when he says that I feel it. I, I've I've put other people before me too much, and now I'm very much uh, enjoying just doing whatever the fuck I want. Sick. <laughs> yeah. What's your time frame on getting a car? What is it now? September, just about? Yeah. I'm I'm ready to buy if the right one comes along. Have you um, thought about doing any sort of like witchcraft spell manifestation, jerking off onto a piece of paper and burning it with your intentions of getting the perfect car? I did that for my van and it worked. I did that with this apartment and it worked. Sure. Yeah, I don't I don't really buy that. Okay. Yeah. I uh I'll know when the right moment comes along. Fair. I I have before. Okay. That's kind of like how my system of planning those kind of things works. Do you feel like you're sifting through multidimensional uh doorways and you just like know when it's like it's like it's like a, a, a roulette. You know when it's going to hit the right one. You can, like, sense it. Well, I, I mean, I have more data points than just, like, a spinning ball. Sure. You know, I can be like, oh, okay, this one looks good. Mm-hmm. Let's make a phone call. Have you actually gone to see any cars? I There was one that I almost went to see. But then it got sold. Oh, man. There's one that I just missed, and a friend of mine actually got it. Really? This, uh, do you know Jason Boric? Have you heard of heard of that name before? The name isn't totally unfamiliar. He, he was no. a comic uh, in the mid-2010s the, in my first tour. Way before my time. Way before your time. And he, you know, we, him and I stay in contact, and he messaged me. and was like, hey, I got this car. And it was, uh, I think, like a Prius or a Civic, but he got it for a song. Mm. He got it for like... I think he said like three grand for a okay. car. It was probably yeah. like eight or nine thousand dollars undervalued. So, you know, it was the one morning that I wasn't checking. Oh, gotcha. And he jumped on it. So, I offered him double yeah. for it right there on the spot, but and he was like, "Nah, nah." Bummer. But yeah, like was starting my business. Like I'd been thinking about starting my business. Uh, for years Mm -hmm. and I'd been putting energy into it and kind of nurturing it and when the time was right I knew I was like oh okay here's this opportunity to make a transition I'll take it so I suppose like putting thought and intention and cultivating uh, like knowing what I want you could say that that is some sort of like a mystical process for sure um Yeah, I don't know. Just thinking hard about stuff. Uh, Unnecessarily in-depth, detailed, frivolous debate over things. Internal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that may be. I think that's like what Jewish mysticism is. (laughs) It's been like, oh, but this one has got more mileage on it. Are you, who are you debating in your head? Is it it personified? Um. I guess I'm I'm debating my desire to spend money. Oh. So that is a very Jewish thing. Just like all your ancestors. Yeah. It's like, eh, this is, this is not a good enough value. This is not a good enough value for you to move on. 
Okay. That's definitely Jewish mysticism. Consulting your elders on car purchases. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You going to come to Off the Top tonight? No, I got to work. Oh, you're at the door again? Work the door, yeah. Okay. What's going on at Club Comedy? Uh, It's a one-nighter with some headliner. Okay. I don't know who else is on the show, but not me. Yeah. To be an, you know, I mean... Whoever that guy is, he's living the life we want. So, gotta give him that. Yeah, no, he's a. Uh, I heard some of his stuff last night. It was, it was it was a tough crowd, but he'll do better with like his own crowd. His own crowd. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, how's off the top and going? Great. Last yeah. week was a lot of fun. This week will probably be pretty good. Uh, getting more just like audience members. Nice. Not just a comic hangout. But if you're a Seattle comic and you're listening to this, you should definitely come to Off the Top on Sunday nights at the Atlas Theater. Show starts at 8. It's a it's the intersection of improv comedy and stand-up comedy. And you can go to an open mic all day, every day. That's not true. You can go to an open mic uh, all week. This only happens once a week. And... It trains your quick response time and riffage skills, and it'll mine you for potential new nuggets of joke writing. So it's worth your while to go to this instead of just slogging it out at every fucking open mic like you do all week long. I mean, you should slog it out, but also. Oh, you should definitely slog it out, but like on Sundays, this should be the place and thing you're doing. If. You and know. you can still go to like your seven other garbage open mics on Sunday. Right. Yeah. You know. And go to off the top. Right. Like off the top is worth all of those put together, but you can still do a few of those on, on top of it. It makes you quick. It makes you think faster and it like makes you like dig into your brain and just like, be like, no, I'm funny. Like whatever I say is going to work. And so with that, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Rain City Jerks out.